Good morning and welcome to a doctor and lawyer walk to a podcast. The date is May 14th, 2023. Happy Mother's Day. I'm attorney Sean from North Texas. And here as always my good friend, Dr. Blom. How are you, sir? Good morning, everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and all the people that identify as moms and everyone in between. <laughs> um, yeah, big day today. I've got to make like four deliveries between my mom, grandma, mother-in-law. Um, you got any big plans or you're out, you're out working today? Oh, I escaped. I have to honor my oath. Uh, so there's, so there's that. It's uh, a little bit of a, of a back burner. So I, I've got, um, yeah, I've, I've kind of pushed it, but what did you, what'd you end up getting your mom? Anything cool? Uh, I did. It's kind of jumping forward a little bit when, in product review, but uh, I picked up a set of the Beats by Dre, the little, I guess it's like the Apple uh, AirPod version of Beats. Apparently, they stay in the ears better. The wife recommended it, so. Oh that's yeah, is your mom is rocking out a lot? She's she's rocking Eminem. Well, you know, she's retired, and I guess LA Fitness does a free membership for seniors, so she got her a free membership and she's going to the gym. So I figured now she'll have some, some pods to be able to listen to our podcast while she does her, you know, bench you got presses. your, you, you got your mom, some pods, some podcasts, some, some ear, ear pod things. That's yeah. nice. I got my mom Ferrari. So, I mean, it's not a competition. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing that out there. I, I got my doctor salary. I got my grandma. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I fell at Walmart and then I got a huge settlement from some slime, <laughs> slime ball lawyer who was like, don't worry about it. Uh, so I got my, I got my 101 year old grandma, a four wheeler. And I'm oh, just nice. like, Hey, look, look what I got you. And she, you know, she doesn't know what's going on. She's like, ah, let's go. Ah. And I go, I'll just take the bow off. I'm going to use your four wheeler grandma. Thanks. <laughs> thanks Grammy. Love you. And so I, I got her a four wheeler. I don't. I don't think she wants to use it right now. So I'm just going to break it in for her for the there next couple, a couple of years. So uh, probably duct tape her to the back. So just take her, you know, up in the up in the mountains. So it's basically just bonding. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a giver. That's what I like to do. So I'm yeah. I'm still on. I'm still on call this week. So I can't do a lot of Mother's Day stuff right now. But we're gonna get we're gonna get to it for sure. And good. Oh, there's the dog. There's a, throw, a throwback to episode one on the dog. So yeah, I won't have 20 minutes of my dog playing with this squeak toy. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of previous episodes, what do you got for any corrections from last week? Not a lot so much. I think we're, we're kind of getting there. I wanted to, I wanted to clarify. Well, one thing we, as the kids say, bougie. Do you know that one? I learned that one not so long mm -hmm. ago. Real, a little bougie on the last episode because we talked about saffron rice and $90 tumblers and it, <laughs> and awesome uh, four-wheeler. Anyway, so um, I want everyone to know we're those are like a handful of things. We're regular dudes like everybody else. But uh, every now and then, you got to treat yourself to some saffron rice. Uh, I did read up on saffron rice and I couldn't get a real number in terms of one kilogram is worth $300,000 or whatever. It, it is an insane amount. And then there's a whole war online about the cashmere is the better, uh, like the cashmere, the cashmere saffron. That's a great song. 
cashmere saffron. <laughs> just just it, cashmere. What's that? Uh, a Led Zeppelin. There you go. You did it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, it's great. Great song. Uh, cashmere saffron is a uh, one of my favorite rappers. I'm sure that's a <laughs> that's a rapper guy. So the there's a whole war online about the cashmere saffron versus the Iranian because I think the Iranian is the is the go to. The mm-hmm. cashmere is the even higher end, so saffron's expensive in and of itself. And then the cashmere version has something called crocin, and the, just the content of that makes it that much better. So for all the saffron, I know we have a lot of saffron connoisseurs <laughs> on. So there we go. Uh, you know, sometimes treat yourself, but also I guess the cashmere. Also, there's a strong possibility that the cashmere saffron people made that web page. <laughs> cashmere is the best. <laughs> We both blanked on, and this is this is made a cope on both of us. We're gonna share share the blame here. We both blanked on the fact, that, you know, we we like beer and we w- we want to try different beers. I blanked on the whole wooden thing. You go to mm-hmm. Flying Saucer or whatever. The best example of that was a beer called Quack with a K K W A K. And I'm sure you've ordered one before. I've had it. It's been a long right. time. Right, and it came. It comes in that that giant wooden thing. So the mm-hmm. glass is the glass is awkward. It's this tall, you know, yard thing. It has the big, the bulbous end. <laughs> has the bulbous end, and then it has this kind of, you know, crucible top concoction. Uh, it, it's a little, it's a little much as far as beer goes. But we we're. We were both blinking on that, and that's that's the best example. If you ever go to a real beer place, you order quack, they're going to bring you or or quack. I think it's quack. They're going to bring you a wooden thing that the glass goes into, and then you're going to get an idea. I tried to get a total number on the death count for Chernobyl, and really, the long and short of it is, there's no definitive death count, obviously, because people were dying and dying and dying. So two people died immediately and then 29 people died in the hospital over a few days also remember this is 1980s soviet union not even russia so everything coming out was propaganda back then so who knows so then i read that possibly 42 people survived i don't know how they how they uh, define that the long-term estimates were some it was something really insane like something between 5000 and 150000 or just a in in the thousands we can say that so um unfortunately there was nobody no bean counters that had a definitive number on the on the final death toll of chernobyl we talked about mussolini's wife cuz he ran away mm-hmm. with his mistress he ran away with his mistress mussolini <clears throat> mussolini's wife at the time was 55 and he ran away with his mistress that was 33 and who knows who knows what happened also you had asked me who shot mussolini obviously somewhere out there someone knows but it's just uh, as far as online goes it's it's just the soldiers the the revolution the, uh, the revolution yes gotcha. uh, not not prince in the revolution and also <laughs> you asked about my family medicine boards uh, cuz i only take it every 10 years so it's it's four sections at ninety five minutes for everyone interested in in medical exams. I'm sure. I wonder why they chose ninety five instead of ninety. Like just make it a solid six hours. 
it's something like uh i think it's 70 questions in 95 minutes or something something to that effect okay so i i don't it's not going to come up for it's coming up for me actually <laughs> I need to get on the ball. Those <laughs> you were supposed to take it last year. Oh no, I gotta oh I gotta get on it. Those were the those were the big ones. And you did you make any awesome Mexican food this week? Or sometimes sometimes you make Middle Eastern food. There Let's it crack is. That open. Ah man, that's Jeff a manicopa right there. That is so, a beautiful sound. Um, I made a delicious rainbow trout, you know, pan fried in butter, mm. did a little, uh, tomato, cucumber, uh, feta salad with it and some rice. Didn't use saffron or cashmere though. Garbage. So, what are you, just, a hobo? Just, you know, plain, uh, jasmine white rice. Uh, and of course the beer for today is my, my standard triple hops brewed Miller light. Uh, I didn't go and get any fancy beer. Maybe we'll have to order some quack for one of our, our episodes. Uh, I, I'm sorry, man. I keep meaning to send you like a case of Belgium or whatever. I just, uh, you know, it's on, <laughs> it's on, it's on the to-do list. I'm sorry. We're gonna do an hour podcast review on the beer we're drinking. I think I, I sent you socks for your birthday or something. And I was just like, that's enough. <laughs> I don't have to send him shit all the time. That's right. What are you drinking so the, today? The huge? Well, on the the trout is uh just like regular, yeah, fresh, fresh, fr- yeah. fresh to stream. I'm sure it's farm raised. It wasn't. I didn't go out and capture it or anything, but uh, it was still good. Delicious. As far as fish goes, I am almost strictly an ocean fish guy. I don't mm-hmm. like a lot of fresh water. I don't like. I don't like lake stuff for sure. I don't want to. I don't want to eat anything from a lake. I couldn't think off the top of my head. I'm sure oh, there's fried cr- catfish. Oh no, never, never, mm. never. I would never eat catfish. It's a it's a bottom feeder. Yeah. No, that's just compare it to think about the ocean. The ocean has mahi mahi, <laughs> and the ocean has a red snapper, and the best fish, the saffron of fish. It's mm-hmm. it's from the ocean, so. I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's any freshwater lake fish. Obviously, uh, salmon, like, you know, streams yeah. of salmon. Beyond that, I couldn't tell you last time I had a trout. I just prefer ocean fish. They're they're meatier. There's a, there's a lot going on there. So. Oh, a good sea bass is nice. Sea bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilean sea bass. Yeah. You clean it, keep the scales down. There's certain fish when you clean them, keep the scales down. And you cook it in the grill, and then you eat it right out of the scales. Red red snappers like that, you mm-hmm. can do that. Keep the scales down. That is that is my tip to the world. Uh, meal wise for myself, this has been a work week for me. Fairly busy. Could be better. Could be worse. I'm a casserole guy. We talked about me being soup guy. Uh, this last week's casserole, very 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 basic. Uh, chicken rice, stewed tomatoes, lots of garlic. So. You know me. I keep it. I keep it simple. I keep it cheap. I keep it fast. So, um, what are you drinking? I am I, actually. I'm not too far from home, so I was able to bring some home stuff. I've got my Abita. This one, I don't think I've mentioned mentioned it to you before. There's a beer called Eight Track. It's an mm-hmm. amber, and it is delicious. It's not too, <clears throat> not too hoppy, not too over the top. You know, it's hard to find ambers. So I'm very happy with my eight track. I got my Shiner backup, and um, 
Oh yeah, Abita. Abita is kind of my my absolute go-to. But I was very happy to find Eight Track Amber. Great, great beer if you can find it. Well, let's get into. Um, I kind of already covered my product review. Well, I guess I'm going to give them to my mom, and if she tells me they're shit, then we'll know. But uh, you got nuts.com. Are, mm. Is is this for hardware? They sell screws and like wing nuts or so, adult adult uh, toy uh, marital <laughs> enhancers? I think they call them. <laughs> so no nuts nuts.com is great. One is uh, I like cashews, but they also have a uh, chocolate covered nuts. Those are great. But all kinds of snacks, just like snacky things. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're getting better and better. I think they're doing really well because. They seem to get more and more popular, and they seem to be expanding more and more. So you can also get coffee, and they have great coffee selections like Colombian coffee and Ethiopian coffee. I don't think I saw any Hawaiian coffee on there, but in our house, we have to have wine and coffee and beer and nuts and chocolate snacks here and there. Not too much. Anyway, I feel like nuts.com. Hey, you're looking, uh, you're looking for a podcast that's about to blow up, nuts.com. You want to get on this rocket ship before it takes off. That's right. So, Oh, speaking of new things, um, you didn't put it on here, but you got yourself a Costco membership, I heard, through the, uh, the group I, chat. I did. I did. I finally broke down because the main thing was the beef and chicken and all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. God help. God help us. This economy is not getting any better. And so my uncle had told me, he's like, oh, I, I buy all this stuff in bulk. And then he has a, he has the food saver thing. He mm-hmm. puts it in the, in the plastic like machine. Like vacuum seals there. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. The vacuum, vacuum seal and then shucks it in the, in the freezer in the garage. Uh, and then he has that for months and months. So just co- on chicken alone, Costco loses millions of dollars a year. It is... Just just for that, you'll, you're not going to get a better bargain. I've heard that ribs and beef and well, I know people, they buy crazy things like, let's go to Costco and get two years worth of underwear or whatever. <laughs> so the the bigger thing is I haven't gone. I, ha- I have a membership. I have gone to the parking lot a couple of times. <laughs> I, I have, I, this is a real thing. I have uh, drove into the parking lot saw how insane it was i was like what the hell is going on here is the rolling or the rolling stones are here what's going <laughs> on is this is there an eminem concert why are there so many people here oh they're handing out free morphine or something horrible <laughs> no that's how it is every day after something like 11 a.m <laughs> our mutual friend had said oh yeah you got to go on like a Tuesday right when they open and everyone and their dog has told me, Hey, never, ever, 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 ever go on a weekend. Just don't do that. <laughs> so now you know, I'm going to have to look this up because I think if you, you got the black card, the executive membership, I right? did the, I did the, the corporate thing. Yeah. yeah because... I think you get an hour early access Oh man. Okay. That might help. Yeah. They, they sold it as, um, well, if you spend whatever by the end of the year, then you get, 
you get $60 back or you get whatever back. So it makes the membership worth it as long as you spend it. But I'm at a point now where I'm like, number one, I don't like crowds. And number two, if I'm dealing with crowds, there has to be a payout better than, I don't know, here's eight pounds of chicken for $1. I could, I could put up with that. But if there's some line in the sand there that I haven't figured out yet, but holy mackerel, it must be a great company. It must be really great because that parking lot is packed like no one's business. I I don't, I I don't know. Maybe everyone's like, I got to get my hands on that eight pounds, (laughs) eight pounds of chicken for $1. People are like stiff arming old ladies. Get out of my way, lady. (laughs) You know, it, it, it is always busy, but I will say lines move fairly fast. Um, so they've got their whole, uh, process down, you know, it's like the Chick-fil-A service of grocery stores is how I'd put it. Um, I really hope it's not like the, like the gym, like here's my membership. And then I just drive by it all the time and just wave. I'm like, Oh, there, there it is. (laughs) Uh, I've done that a couple of times. It's not, so, it's not, it's not too far from the house. It's just every time I drive by, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to deal with that. No. <laughs> well, let's get to uh, probably our most exciting segment here. Dr. Blom this week in history. I, do, I am ready. Do, 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 do. We've got it. We got a sound effect <laughs> and everything for this week in history. It was a pretty eventful week. It seems like Dr. Blom, we had Some... crashes. We had double agents real scoundrels some real scoundrels lots of absolute drama lots going on this uh this week in history really good for history buffs just strap in because this is this is a great week for history and and i'll give the caveat i we've given before we mostly do american history i'm i know there's things going on in the world we don't we don't go back to the um the 200s <laughs> like <laughs> what was going on in rome today Five five thousand, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're gonna do American history. That if you haven't caught on yet, that's what we're doing. Well, and I, you... I'll also say this: this uh, first uh, thing that we're gonna cover is actually more than a week out because we did not do an episode last week. Uh, so we're actually starting this with May the sixth, nineteen thirty-seven. We had the Hindenburg disaster. So on this day, while landing at Lakehurst, New Jersey, on its first transatlantic crossing of the year, the Hindenburg, which is a giant blimp, uh, burst into flames, was destroyed, killed 36 of the 97 persons on board. I wonder how the hell did they escape the ones that didn't die? I mean, that thing have I've you seen, seen the have, pictures? You've seen the footage, right? Yeah. They're like literally jumping out. You know, good. I don't know if it got, it it was pretty quick. I don't know if it was 20 feet off the ground or 30 feet off the ground or whatever it was, but there were some people that were just like, holy shit, jump. (laughs) Golly, that would suck. That's why I don't take blimps. Not looking for a blimp sponsor here. So we didn't really have a airline industry at the time, but conspiracy sense tingling, I think like we talked about like we talked about before American about, airlines caused it <laughs> that, uh, well, whoever the, the pre the precursors of Southwest airlines, grandpa, whoever, they were just like, Hey, I'm going to smoke a cigarette over here. Maybe something <laughs> will happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
man on its first flight too that's was it the the maiden voyage first transatlantic flight i should say like well like the titanic it was the maiden voyage it didn't even make it wow so what's i guess the the key thing to remember here in life is don't take the first one right because maybe maybe it'll be the last one or don't take the last one I mean, you don't know it's going to be the last. Definitely don't don't take the last one. (laughs) You don't know it's going to be the last one. But yeah, you know, when the new iPhone comes out, you're like, eh, I'm going to wait because there's always bugs and bullshit. And so Mm -hmm. it's the same thing, except that maybe you don't burst in flames. So So. when Elon says, who wants to go to Mars? Don't put your name first on that list. Not the first, not the first ship. You know, wait, wait a few, wait a few ships for sure. Make sure they get the science down. I don't, I don't know a lot of, on the Hindenburg. <laughs> I have to assume maybe the company didn't do so well after that. They probably went belly up. Was I haven't, that, I haven't did... heard from them since. <laughs> just... Well, you know, maybe some of the, maybe they made out like a bandit, like the, what's his name? Silverstein, the guy that owned the Twin Towers for 9-11. He got the biggest payout in the history of insurance ever it was it was it was multiple payouts and i think it was over you know over a billion so maybe that was the hindenburg people they just said you know in goodfellas in the in the mob movie and mm-hmm. they say oh this guy's restaurant is not doing great we got to set it on fire so we can get the insurance money maybe that was it with the with the hindenburg people who knows who knows um may 10th 2002 so this is recent 20 what, 21 years ago fbi double agent robert hansen sentenced to multiple life sentences this is a great story this is a well i mean just in terms of story itself not in terms of this guy we, there's like we talked about there's some real scumbag stuff going on for this week in history robert hansen might be one of the biggest traitors in the in the history of the united states this some this son of a bitch he was in the fbi for 25 years so sean esquire out of those 25 years how long was he spying for russia i have no idea i don't even know who this guy is yeah 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 it was they made a movie about it back in the not not too long after everything played out so you think so fbi 25 years you think he was spying for them for like five years 10 years for for Mm. russia I think they probably got to him early on. He probably got burned out with the job in about five years and looked for alternative courses, and then Russia got a hold of him. So I'm going to guess like 18 years. 22 years. Wow, he, he made it burned out fast. He, he made it a full three years-ish, and he was <laughs> like, fuck these guys. This is bullshit. So... <laughs> There's a couple couple of famous books from this, and like I said, there's at least one movie that I know of. There's a couple of movies. This guy... So he was is... spying during, like, the Cold War. So, no, 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 no. He was spying for for the Soviets, right? And then and then the Soviet Union collapsed, and then there was there was a lapse, and then he was like, hey, 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 uh, hey Russia, what's... Hey, what's going on? Uh, meet, meet the old boss... Same as the new boss. So he, he actually, yeah, he did both. There was a historic regime change, 
an entire empire fell and he was just like oh i'll just uh have a beer and chill out and then he went and then he went running back do you know how he got caught yeah oh no 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 so many great things about this story so this guy (laughs) such a piece of shit he grew up he grew up and apparently his dad was mean to him or whatever who cares and then and then in his early years he became very enamored with james bond stuff and he was like oh james bond so great through the course of the investigation that they had uncovered this guy's letters to to the russians to but well both the soviets and the russians both they said the investigators at the end of it they said that they were basically like love letters and one of his one of his last letters ever he was like you can at least say goodbye so he was (laughs) he was clingy he was like a like a horrible girlfriend before he did fbi he 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 kind of failed at a lot of things he was actually i think he was in chicago pd i know he worked in internal affairs for a while i don't know if it was a year or so eventually got moved over to the fbi obviously uh gets into gets into the fbi you know three years of whatever and then immediately he gives up three double agents and so what happened was of course this is this is the cold war so he tells russia apparently he he walked into it wasn't like the soviet consulate or whatever um i I can't remember the acronym but he just he strolled in and he said hey uh you guys want some information on the united states i'm an fbi agent and they were just like yeah this is the cold war so that's bullshit and so he he gave him he gave him information and they're just they're like oh yeah this is how this is exactly what the americans do they're trying to real not not today, America. You're not going to get us. <laughs> so he gave him information, and they just sat on it and sat on it and sat on it. And then years later, there was a CIA double agent, uh, this guy, another piece of shit, Aldrich Ames. Uh, and so he also was like, oh, uh, here's some information, Russia. And so he gave, well, the Soviets, he gave the Soviets the same three people that this piece of shit Robert Hansen gave. And then they said, okay, now maybe this guy is not exactly full of shit. So of course those three people probably were murdered by, by the Soviets. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not. When you go, uh, Sean Esquire, you go, you go to jail in the United States, then you have due process and all these other things. Mm-hmm. When you, when you have, a espionage conviction or any anything i don't know probably like jaywalking in the soviet union they just take you into the courtyard and shoot you in the head (laughs) it's not it's it's not months and months and years and years of litigation and all this other stuff i china i think i think china does the same thing and they hang people there's so china russia i'm guessing they don't have an appellate system then if they're if they have an appellate system it might be like (laughs) like an hour like oh we'll, we'll look at it again so right out of the gates this guy gets probably at least three people murdered and then uh this guy was supposedly a devout catholic and he everything about this guy was it was a double life and so he was telling other agents hey you, you need to go you need to go to mass you know multiple times and on top of that he was going to mass and talking to his priests and stuff 
during the investigation, after the investigation, his uh, his priest was like, oh, yeah, this guy went to mass all the time. He went to to whatever the 6 a.m. mass and mm-hmm. the noon mass. And then oh, he he confessed he confessed to his priest about like, hey, um, yeah, I had some dirty thoughts and I and I dropped some F-bombs. And uh, also I betrayed my government and all my people. I got a bunch of people killed. It's not a big deal. So three <laughs> three Hail Marys. I'm going to I'm going to get going. So 1991. Soviet Union falls, right? Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, in the midst of this, you should know his code name. This is Robert Hansen. His code name was Ramon Garcia. <laughs> this guy was so such a dipshit. He never <laughs> he never met his Russian handlers. I think he was just doing these these really creepy, weird, clingy uh, letters. And then so so Soviet Union falls in ninety one and he's like, Oh shit, since the Soviet Union fell, everything's gonna get out. It's gonna be some shit. So then he he like pumps the brakes. And then nineteen ninety-four, the CIA piece of shit, Aldrich Ames, then you know, he, he had started to to go under as well. So CIA, FBI, they form a task force. And basically what happens is the FBI from the get-go is like you know who who is constantly a piece of shit? The CIA. They did Iran Contra. They fix elections. They move cocaine for Colombia. They use U.S. tax dollars to do. They probably. I mean, they probably. They killed JFK. All these things. So when you go through this story and you actually go, there were so many times I lost track. I don't know four or five that the FBI basically had this guy. And they said, "Oh no, 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 no! It's it, it can't be him. It can't be FBI. Probably the 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 problem is CIA. There were things like, you know, his computer got checked out, and they had all this stuff of him downloading things that he that he shouldn't have downloaded. And then he said, "Oh, it was just because uh, I got a new printer, and so that that's probably what happened." He he had revealed to the Soviets or the Russians, I can't remember which part it was, uh that the FBI had a tunnel under the Soviet embassy. So yes, the Soviets, the, that the Russia, the U S said, Oh, we're going to get this tunnel there and we'll spy on, we'll spy on the Soviets. The official story is we didn't, well, we, we never used it. So all of that shit. What do you think this guy got paid to sell out his country? By the way, 20, 22 years, right? 22 years of getting, Patriots killed, getting American uh, spies killed, and just the worst. Hmm. I'm thinking if I've got to deduce this, he's got to be getting paid at least what the FBI would have been paying him. So they're in the 80s. He was probably making like 50 grand a year. But 20, 22 years of being a piece of shit. What do you think he made in that time? So I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say the Russians were paying him double. He's at a hundred thousand a year. So what's two million? Two and a half million? Two and a half million. So this is this is 1980s money ish. Mm-hmm. So 1.4 million and quote a bunch of diamonds unquote. Ooh. And diamonds. Right, so <laughs> yeah, you know those has good good street value. So he used. Who who knows what all he did with that? I mean, he had six kids. I think they were all in in super duper private schools. Some some super duper Catholic private schools. He got he got himself a. Well, apparently it wasn't a mistress. It was just this stripper girl. 
<laughs> and he took her to he took her to China, took her to Hong Kong. He got her a Mercedes Benz. Was she Russian? And who knows? You know what? Probably. And so, who knows what this guy was spending the money on, other than his his kids' fancy school and everything like that. So eventually, you know, the FBI did their thing, and the CIA did their thing, and everybody did their thing. And then the FBI paid a KGB mole to help bring him down. So this Robert Hansen, $1.4 million over the course of 22 years plus whatever diamonds. How much did they pay the mole to bring this guy down? Mm, I would guess like 50 grand. $7 million. <laughs> the mole got more vastly... Money. <laughs> vastly more money than this piece of shit that sold out the U.S. for 22 years. And then there was a whole thing there, right, that they couldn't just have a dude that testified, oh, this guy is, is a traitor. Mm -hmm. They had to get his fingerprints, and they had to get this. And then so if you see the movie Breach, then they kind of reference that. Part of it was the Palm, the palm Pilot. So his, like, they put oh, him in a position yeah. – Oh, by the way, he got moved around a lot. He went to he got he got promoted to New York and DC and all these things. At one point, he was actually on the team investigating who is this mole in the FBI. Oh, so he was lit. Quick shout out for those that don't know what a Palm Pilot was. It was like an old small <laughs> iPad phone. <laughs> right. It was the Coleco Vision of iPhone. Yes. So. How's that for a throwback? I don't care if you know what a ColecoVision is. <laughs> so, that's an awesome, awesome reference, everybody. So uh, they went through so much shit. So first of all, if you go through the whole story, there was multiple times where you know, agents and higher-ups and double agents and people were like, he's the guy. He's the, he is the guy. And people were like, nah, it's probably Shane. <laughs> and so uh, then – at one point, they they got him in a position, like they gave him a quote unquote promotion. They were like, "Yo, we got to bring this guy down." So they got him in a basically a desk job, and they got him a a male uh, assistant secretary, or whatever. That guy was obviously higher up FBI. Like, we got to bring this guy down. Then one of the other higher up FBI guys go to him and they say, "Hey, let's go to the gun range because FBI, you know, it's it's basically a gun club amongst other things." So he goes to he goes to gun range and while he's doing that the the kid whatever the FBI agent grabs the PDA grabs his uh, Palm Pilot and does everything and then gets it in like clutch right on time gets it back in the bag close up the bag everything and then he, and then he walks in like half a second later then they have now they have the Palm Pilot they have computer shit they have all this other stuff and then now they're gonna finally set up the arrest so they have to get him even though they have all this shit i mean you're you're an attorney like you need evidence and then you need evidence and then you need evidence right mm -hmm. so the higher ups were like okay even though we have all these witnesses and all of this and all of this we got to get him in the actual shit so february 18 2001 they get him you know he goes to the spot at the park and he i think he puts a white thumbtack some stupid James Bond shit to to tell the Russians, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do it, and then he drops off his his cachet. Is it cachet? I, cachet. I called it catchy. Catchy. <laughs> it's, it's literally like a trash bag of very 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 sensitive documents that are gonna get Americans killed. 
And then, uh, and then, then they finally got him. They had so much evidence and years and years and years of shit. And then, then they said, okay, we got you. What do they say? What does he say? Sean Esquire, they finally burst out of the bushes and they do the whole, <laughs> we got you thing. What is, what does he have to say for himself? Oh man. If he's smart, he doesn't say anything. There's that, right? <laughs> I have no idea. What took you what took you so long? <laughs> this arrogant prick actually <laughs> that's what he said. He said what took you so long and then they took him down and then now of course you know you got to go to court and everything. What's the lawyer going to do? You tell right. me. Well, I guess he didn't get off cuz So tre- so tre- <laughs> treason he should he should be killed for treason. Absolutely, he should get the death penalty for treason. A thousand percent. This guy was responsible for the deaths of I don't know, hundreds of agents. Like who knows? Mm-hmm. They they still don't know exactly the impact. All they know is that I think he was worse than the CIA guy. He was the the worst traitor in at least a hundred years. So what is? You're you're his attorney. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Argue as best as I can on the sentencing guidelines. I wonder right. how many counts he got charged with. Fifteen. And, uh, yeah. And especially when you're talking about, you know, conspiracy and, and, oh man. 15 counts of espionage, obviously ironclad. And then, and then there was some other things on top of that. So obviously they said, Hey, we are, we are going to hang your ass. And he said, Oh, Hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm going to cooperate. I'm going to tell you he was not the best, uh, plea plea deal ever apparently he had like memory lapses and all this other shit so no he didn't he didn't get the death penalty he should have I, that's horrible but he he got uh 15 life sentences number one and number two uh you know he was he was really trying to negotiate m- medium security so he could have visitors every now and then everything else mm-hmm. nope fuck you super max he got super max this dude solitary confinement 23 hours a day he's he's 79 now i would have i would have begged for the death penalty but you know good good i think good for the justice system because that i that to me is probably worse than death all those years those cells those cells are not big the solitary confinement i don't know if it's like eight by eight or whatever it is 23 hours a day so that he he had so he negotiated or him and his attorney his attorney got him out of the death penalty whatever but he did not get he did not get i think the cia guy that um aldrich ames guy got medium security which means that you can get visitors every now and then but when you're super max security 23 hours a day in whatever an eight by eight and i don't think you get visitors on top of that so uh both of those guys as far as i know are still alive robert hansen 79 the other guy i think is in his 80s just an amazing story an amazing an amazing piece of shit and if you look at all of the times that people were like hey stupid fbi government agency we're not kidding they had so many people in so many instances that were telling them and it just took them forever so uh (laughs) There's a there's a couple of books on it. Uh, one of them I kind of know, but uh, there's also a movie called Breach. And they're all great. 
And so just if, if you're if you're a spy person, this is not fiction. This guy actually did actually this. Did yeah. Well, going from uh, one Robert to another, uh, on more sad news, May 11th, 1981, Robert, a.k.a. Bob Marley, died. Amon. Oh, Bob Marley fan. Can I, can I, can I do a Jamaican accent? I'm sorry. Anybody offended by my, my Amon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like the same songs. Everybody else does. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not versed. He died in Miami at the, uh, at the tender age of 36. Damn. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he died of, <clears throat> he died of melanoma. He died of this this melanoma. It's called acral lentigious melanoma. It's the most common melanoma for black people. And it's very, back then especially, it was very difficult to kind of get a handle on. Very, very aggressive. There are certain cancers that just don't get. You know, renal cell carcinoma, very aggressive. Pan- pancreatic cancer. You know, I talk to doctors. There's a handful of cancers that scare the shit out of us. Pancreatic cancer scares me. It's very, very aggressive. Um, for ladies, ovarian cancer, very, very aggressive. Melanoma can be very aggressive because he got diagnosed and <clears throat> he got diagnosed with it around, I think, seventy-seven from his toe. By the way, he had he had toe pain, and then come to find out that he had melanoma, and then it was not two, three years later, full-on metastatic everywhere. I don't know what, so, what's melanoma. It's a skin cancer. Oh, so it's like a mole, or uh, not? Not not necessarily a mole. I mean, you know, where was the primary site for him? Uh, they think it was like toe. It can be under under the nail bed. So this is a very complicated. Yeah, melanoma is a skin cancer. So they it's a very they they can they treat it with radiation or what do they do now? So skin cancers are quote unquote the best because if you find skin cancers in the US it's typically basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, melanomas. If mm-hmm. you know, if you see something and you say, Oh, I've got this black mole, and then a year later you're like, Oh, it's even bigger than it was a year later, just get it cut off. Yeah. Just get it completely cut off. The cure rate for for a lot of skin cancers, most skin cancers, you catch them early enough. There's like 99%. You just cut them out before it gets into the subcutaneous. Once it gets into the lymph, melanoma, once it, get, once it gets into the lymph nodes, like Bob Marley. Um, so I need to get my just, moles cut off. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Well, no, there's a whole, there's a whole like ABCD, like, is it, is it asymmetrical? Uh, are the borders increasing? Is it changing color? And so there's just certain things. If you have, you know, a mole, you know, you should probably get it checked out. But if you have something on your skin that is changing in any way, shape, or form, you have to get it checked out. Dude. What was Bob Mar? What was Bob Marley's original name? What was his What was his uh, his birth name? Robert Marley. Yeah. Ira Steinberg. I was way off. No, no, that's that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish I wish that Bob Marley's name was Ira Steinberg. No. His one thing I want to mention on Bob Marley, and a lot of people might be mad about this. His dad was a white dude. His dad was a very, very white dude. His dad was Norval Sinclair Marley. Ooh. His dad was uh, at the time he had he worked a lot of odd jobs. His dad was a plantation overseer 
he was 60 years old when he married Pop Marley's mom, who was 18. And Dang. so this is Jamaica, Nor- right? Norville, yeah, absolutely. Norville Sinclair Marley, Bob Marley's uh, biological dad. He died when Bob Marley was 10. So he died at Ooh. 70. Right? <laughs> he, married, he married this uh, super hot 18-year-old <laughs> Jamaican lady. And then he he birthed a musical genius and then, you know, everything else. Uh, so Bob Marley, I also learned had 11 kids at least whoa they they think a lot more i mean you know musicians back then they were just like bam baby bam baby <laughs> yeah it just popping them out one after another. oh pirates walk bam baby ah so, so <laughs> sorry i'm sorry everybody my jamaican accent is not is not the best and so when he died in 1981 at at miami by the way I think he died at the hospital where I did my training back in the day. Well, he Miami University Hospital was connected to the other one. So his last words uh, to his son, Ziggy, also one, one of his many sons, awesome name, Ziggy, by the way, his last words supposedly on record were, on your way up, take me up, on your way down, don't let me down. And and I can't say that without his awesome awesome accent, but yeah, he did he did other stuff. He was like crazy into Ganj and uh, Rastafarian stuff and whatever else. But regardless, tremendous loss to. I mean, I say the rock community. To me, he's to me he's a rock star. He's you know I know he's yeah. reggae and we you get into all the genres. You turn Bob Marley on. You're you're just rocking the shit. Number one, number two. Also, I'm gonna say. If you're a white dude with dreads, stop doing that. No, no, no to that. <laughs> no to that. So now I I want to really get into you know how excited I am. I'm so excited. We're gonna get into 1945. Oh, big yeah, things were going is... on in the world. So yeah, we had talked about this is the the week of history. There's a lot of scoundrels. So you want to talk about piece of shit Robert Hansen. How about the Nazis? We're going to start with one of my favorite parts. April 30th, 1945, suicide Hitler. Hopefully he didn't get to Argentina. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of dispute on that. One of the, you know, one of the sad things I, I forgot about, FDR died on April 12th. So he didn't get to see the the suicide of Hitler and everything else like he had right when FDR died was really the start of the end of, of World War II and all the other things that happened. Hitler shoots himself and, and his new wife on April the 30th, supposedly. Maybe he escaped to Argentina. We'll never know. He says, hey, who's going to be the new Fuhrer? No one is. No one gets to be the Fuhrer. So he hands over power to Joseph Goebbels. Burn in hell, burn in hell, Goebbels, Goebbels, and then the other guy was a guy named Carl Donitz. So they, neither one of these dudes were the Führers, but they were taking over as the as the post facto leader pro temp. Yeah, going going to hell, pieces of shit guys. And then there was a third dude named Borman, which was like the party minister. He he's kind of a, a tertiary character. <laughs> definitely burning in hell all these guys so then 
Uh, so Goebbels <laughs> takes over for Hitler pretty much, right? And Goebbels is a super Hitler fanboy. He wanted to die with Hitler, everything like that. First thing Goebbels does is uh, he he tells uh, he tells the Russians. By the way, this entire story is about Germany being insanely terrified of the Russians. Why? Because when Ger when Germany invaded Russia, and of course didn't make it to Moscow because Napoleon also failed, and that's dumb. Uh, but they had just like raped and murdered all over Russia. So Russia. <laughs> did not forget that the Soviets did not forget that. So when it came time for the Soviets to invade Germany and, you know, we were, we were friends with the Russians then with the Soviets, they were like, Oh yeah, we're also going to be murdering and raping. And that's what they did. That's exactly what they did. Massive war crimes. So a lot of this story is about Germany. Like, Hey, uh, Hey America, uh, you know, just don't give me to the Russians. You're going to see this a lot. So Goebbels, he tries to work out this deal with the Russians immediately, right? And he says, hey, uh, how about, let's just do a ceasefire <laughs> Russia's like, fuck you. We're already in Berlin. And then so Goebbels like, oh, that's cool. So Goebbels commits suicide. By the way, don't look at the, uh, at the Joseph uh, Goebbels story because he had his, his six kids murdered. And, uh, uh, just, it, you know, you want to skim through the shit that turns your stomach with all of these, these absolute monsters. Um, so then Goebbels commits suicide. There's debate on the details of that. Who gives a shit? Hopefully he didn't make it to Argentina. And then Berlin is surrendered on the second, right? On the second of May. So Berlin is supposed to be like DC, like Berlin surrenders. The war is done wrong war's not done because there's no internet back then there's no phones or anything so there's many different reasons why the war kept going meanwhile this uh other burn in hell guy which donuts so that when hitler died he divided it between Goebbels and uh this basically the, the leader of the um of the of the navy donuts and uh i, I don't think it's i don't think it's donuts uh, Carl Donitz, sorry, got a Texas accent. Then, uh, so he keeps the fighting going and then there's Operation Hannibal, which is basically, he's telling a large portion of people, Hey, let's keep the fighting going. We can't fall to the Russians. Meanwhile, he's trying to mass, mass evacuate German troops and civilians from the Baltic area. He's just buying time. Then here's one of my favorite parts. This dude, do you know the British guy? This is one of my favorite people in all of World War II. Bernard Law Montgomery. They call him Monty. I do not. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was a serious character. All kinds of shit. So he almost got thrown out of the military. He's whatever. So all that shit before then doesn't matter. When when Monty Monty comes into play for the last days of the war, he the Germans come over to him and he makes the he makes these dudes wait under a British flag, right? For hours. So they're 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 gonna go to him and they're gonna try to negotiate this this bullshit surrender. The World War II surrender is three surrenders. 
three separate surrenders, and then you you get to the third one, you're like, okay, it's really really over because it's a world war, I guess. Yeah. So the first one, the first one is Monty, right? So they send this this piece of shit uh, donuts. He sends his his guy over to talk to Monty, and then Monty and and they're like, oh well, well you know, we're we're gonna um, we're gonna surrender, and uh, but we we're not gonna fully surrender. We'll just do like the Western Front or whatever. Germany did not want to give up the Eastern Front at all. So uh, then Monty was like, no, that's bullshit. Go, go back to your guy and then come back. And then eventually they came back. So when they came back again, Donuts is like, hey, go, go stand over there by the British flag. And he rolls out the press, right? So he makes these fuckers stand around <laughs> to get like this whole press conference. And then they, they, this is what the, the Nazis and the Germans did in the in the last days. They kept doing these bullshit deals where they're like, "Oh well, um, you know, we'll we'll ease up on the Western Front." And everybody said, "No, no, 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 full on su- surrender. Drop your arms. It's, it's done, man. Hitler's dead, and Goebbels is dead, and it's done." And so with with Monty, what he did was he followed the negotiator guy back. But but so Donuts doesn't go to the negotiations. He's too high up. So he follows a negotiation guy back to his caravan and he says, Hey, um, let's, um, how about just done, right? But the war's done. You know it. I know it. And the guy goes, absolutely. <laughs> so he signs. That's the first, that's the first surrender. And then, so this is the surrender on May the, May the 4th, right? So basically this surrender, it frees up Northwest Germany, Denmark, Netherlands, uh, something like a million men, a million Germans surrender, all of that. And then the next day, the the head U-boat guy, whatever, he calls in all the U-boats. And then and then it's like a domino effect then. The Bavarian area, that those dudes surrender. And then May 6th is the last of the last. The senior Nazi officer, this guy named Hermann Goring, he... Uh, he surrenders at the at the Germany Australian border, by the way, with his wife and kid, his wife and daughter brings his wife and kid to his wife and daughter to the surrender. So who knows? I'm sorry, I didn't look what happened to them. Then the also on May six at the same time they had a fortress city. The Germans had this uh, Breslau surrender. This uh, it was just getting bombarded by the Soviets for months and months and months. It was a fortress city. So once that thing fell. That was like a huge, huge nail in the coffin. 30 minutes after the Braslau fortress city, fortress city surrendered, then Germany said, uh, okay, um, how about the Western Front? We'll give you the Western Front. <laughs> so I, Eisenhower himself said, fuck you. No, he's like, complete unconditional surrender. Stop this bullshit with the Western Front and this and this. He, he's like, or... What did Eisenhower say? Or we've already, we're already going to cut off the Western Front. We'll just let the Russians deal with you. So at every stage of this, you know, three-step surrender, there was always the, you know, the Russians aren't going to follow the Geneva Convention, right? <laughs> they're going to come in here. They're going to rape you and murder you. That's what you did in Stalingrad. Like, these guys didn't forget. And by the way, how many Russians died in World War II? 27 million 25 it's it's over wow. 20 million easily yeah 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 no the numbers are insane so russia was literally out for blood at every step of this bullshit 
they tried to piecemeal this this surrender so then finally may the 7th just after midnight because eisenhower drew a line in the sand he said no no western front and this bullshit unconditional surrender or else we're gonna let the russians deal with you (laughs) and then finally uh donuts he surrenders in france uh this place called reims so this is number two surrender and then so they did they did a the legal stuff they had a form whatever this paperwork drawn up and they did that and then for whatever reason stalin the leader of russia said Ah, no, 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 no. That's not good enough. So there's a lot of theories on why Stalin did that. But one of the biggest ones was because it wasn't Berlin, right? Mm -hmm. So if you conquer, if you conquer Russia, right, you want everything signed in Moscow. So that was part of it. So Stalin wanted, he wanted the ceremony, he wanted the press, but he also wanted it like an extra fuck you, like right in Berlin, right down the street from where where Hitler shot himself, all of that. So this is surrender number three. Surrender in like the final, 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 final surrender is May the 8th, right? So May the 7th was when Eisenhower said, no, 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 we're not going to do this shit. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll call Russia if we need to. And then after midnight, then they said, whatever. Then Stalin said, whatever, let's, let's go to Berlin. So they did, they had a whole thing to do in Berlin and they had the three head German dudes, oh, the senior guys. Uh, again, Donuts wasn't there. And then they, they signed and it was a done deal. So it, it actually got signed on the 9th because there was a lot of debate about the wording and this and this, all this other bullshit. They backdated it to the 8th because I think they, they officially signed it right after midnight on the 9th. Those three German dudes, the 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 last of the last, I say the last of the last, the guys that actually signed it, one of them died of suicide, and the other two were were hung after the uh, after the war crimes and everything like that. Total World War II death count. What do you think? Is this six year six year war for the U.S. Oh man, are they counting the atomic bomb? Yes. God, it's got to be close to 100 million. Correct. Yeah, it's somewhere it's somewhere between 70 to 85 million, which at that time a- around 3% of the world. Yeah. So, you know, Russia was well over 20 million. China China and Russia alone were both over 20 million. Um yeah, and then and then there was this kind of like very very sporadic that they signed it on the eighth, and then the Baltics surrendered on the tenth, and the Czechs finally finally surrendered on the eleventh. Uh, oh, and then sidebar to this, I don't know if you've seen that. There's a trailer coming out for Oppenheimer, uh, covering the Manhattan Project and the development of the atomic bomb. I know, I know of it. Okay, I saw the trailer. Uh, it looks really good because I've. I've read up on Truman and the atomic bomb. I mean, I know that was a few years before all this, but uh, for any other history nerds out there, uh, it looks good, the trailer. Yeah. So for as far as world wars go, I guess let's be happy it wasn't two, 200 million, obviously 6 million Jews. God knows how many, uh, you know, back then they said gypsies. I don't know if we're allowed to say gypsies anymore. And, uh, it took three 
took three surrenders before they finally finally got it. <laughs> okay. He, even even then, so you know, Donuts was the was Donitz was the was the head, and his government didn't even dissolve until May the twenty third that they went through all of that shit. So uh, also, postscript. If you go and look at the amount of people that were convicted, that actually got the death penalty from uh, from from the Hague and all that, mm-hmm. it's not enough. It's it's not enough. It's not a, it's not a hundred people, by the way. It's a very very small amount of people for the amount of of massacre and Holocaust and everything that they did. It's absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. So. Moving on to better things, and uh, today is Mother's Day. It is. And... It is. I'm going to have to uh, rush through this fairly quick, Dr. Blom. Um... Let's do it. Let's do it. We got, we got one more his- history thing because we don't have a lot going on in current events. So yeah. Mother's Day originally created in 1908 uh, from, a, from a, a lady named Anna Jarvis, right? So... <laughs> It became official with Woodrow Wilson. Uh, what was it? I forgot. I forgot the date. Uh, May 9th, 1914. Thank you so much. Yes. So Anna Jarvis, she was a bit of a character. Uh, her Before the Civil War, her mom, Anna Reeves Jarvis, she had Mother's Day, Mother's Day work clubs, which was basically to teach women how to care for their kids. So eventually she died, and then the daughter, Anna Jarvis, was like, I need a Mother's Day so I can celebrate my mom. Hmm. And then she just nagged about it forever. She <laughs> never shut up about it. You couldn't just use her birthday? <laughs> and then, like, you don't need a uh, national. So, yeah, she just nagged and nagged and nagged. And Woodrow Wilson was like, all right, all right, there you go. Yeah, there it is. You got you got a day. There were some other contenders in there. One of my favorites was there, there was this, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was a husband-wife team. Mary Sasson and this guy named Frank Herring. But I like the fact that Frank Herring went down as fathers of Mother's Day. <laughs> even in even in Mother's Day, there was some mansplaining. So so this lady, uh, Anna Jarvis, she was like, uh, Mother's Day, it's important. And then Woodrow Wilson was finally like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. So she finally got the thing that she was bitching about and bitching about. She finally got, there, there it is, there's Mother's Day, leave us alone. Then... Shortly thereafter, she got super pissed. She's like, oh, it's, it's too commercialized. It's all the flower people making money and the Hallmark card making money. And by the way, I agree with you, Anna Jarvis. It's very, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we need a, an entire day for moms. So probably like <laughs> two weeks for dads is good. And then, <laughs> then she proceeded to spend her the rest of her life and her inheritance and everything else trying to get rid of Mother's Day. That's a real. That's a real thing. She di- <laughs> she died, childless, never married, in an insane asylum or sanitarium or whatever. Um, that that that's she she won a Mother's Day. She got Mother's Day, never married anything like that, and then di- died in a insane asylum. So, life careful, careful. <laughs> yeah, you got what you, you got got what you wanted. So. Well, Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I'm going to get to what are we watching next week. And just, a, a, I guess, a heads up. 
we'll probably have this episode. We got episode one out on Spotify now. We're probably yeah. going to have this episode launched uh, within the next couple days. And I am working on getting the in-betweens uh, put out there too. But at least we'll have a couple out there on Huge Spotify. Thanks. We, well, well we, are, we are moving on to Spotify and Apple and all the other wherever you get your your podcast needs so look out you know we're we're we're, coming. we're up and coming yeah we're, we are gonna we're gonna get there and on that so, everyone have a good mother's day and stay safe and see you next week happy mother's day everybody take care love you moms <laughs>